Today is a very special guest host. Um, by the way, I'm just gonna go and throw this out. We recorded the intro already, and I forgot to press record, and then his <laughs> mic broke. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna change up everything. Change up what I said. It's uh, it's uh, we we've had a Saints fan with the last name Jackson on before, so we're doing it again, but it's a different person. Devin, the verified Jackson. Um, he is the host of the Big Shites. Big Shites. <laughs> Big Sean's podcast with Mike Kernamimishimne um, <laughs> covers, covers the Big Ten for online sports. Oh, he also God. has a verified check on Twitter, so that makes him cooler than the rest of us. And he works at the WTA, WTAJ there you station. Go. I, I always say G. It's my, it's my first instinct. <laughs> So how are you doing? This is the first time we're doing this whole thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, like you said, I'm the podcast host for the Big Shots. Uh, I'm I'm happy to be on the whole Nine Sports podcast. Uh, kind of the main one, the big one. Uh, I know Mike got to be over on it over the summer, um, but yeah, I'm happy to be on it. Uh, like you said, also a Saints fan. Shout out to Ross Jackson. Uh, hey, he's doing great stuff. Uh, on all things can uh, is it all things considered? All saints considered. All saints considered. My bad. Uh, but yeah, he's doing great things over there. So shout out to him. Uh, shout out to Brandon for ditching the podcast for some lame midterm that doesn't even matter. It doesn't uh, even exist at all. I don't think it exists. He just didn't I, feel like talking to me. I, I really think it's because he is now with fan sided covering the Giants. Now. I, he's, he's really checked out. He's checked out of whole. Nine, he's like, I don't need whole nine sports, man. Like he, he just used all of us, and now he's gone off to bigger things. But anyway, congratulations to him. Uh, but I'm happy to fill in this spot this week, and uh, excited to all, as always to talk about football, talk about all sports today. I mean, you got baseball, basketball going on. <sighs> Uh, I know you really don't want to talk about the baseball portion. <laughs> oh, my God. I, you know, I thought I got it all out in my rant that I made that we didn't record. But, no, I'm still upset, obviously. I'm an Astros fan. I've been an Astros fan my whole life. I remember the days where they barely won 50 games. But we got to watch Juan Rodriguez throw the best curveball in baseball. But uh, now they have, they give me a little bit of hope. Here's a, Hey, Dylan, here's a little spoonful of hope. And then they yank it out. They yank it away and then throw it into the ground. It's I don't know what that analogy was, but it was <laughs> something. I'm just upset, man. NBA's crazy too. Um, <laughs> Rockets and Wizards scoring 159 to 158. Yeah, Warriors are getting blown out by 30 by the Suns in the first quarter. So oh yeah, it's 86-59 right now Good in the third God. quarter. Yeah, it's oh my goodness. I mean, to be fair, the Golden State is Steph Curry uh, and D'Angelo Russell and then a bunch of G-leaguers. Pretty much, I mean. Oh, yeah, they have they, Draymond, but, I mean, he's not going to score points. He's not going to score any points. Um, and he can't be the only person trying to stop 
people from scoring points. Um, I knew that <laughs> I knew that they, they were bad once I saw Marquise Chris was getting playing time for them. Yeah, he's a Suns reject, and if you're a Suns reject, I mean. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness! I think yeah the the rock he was on the Rockets for a little bit and then they uh I forgot who they had over him but I mean the Rockets have Ryan Anderson on their on their roster over over you you know it you know you're bad <laughs> oh man James Harden finally scoring again fifty nine points eighteen of thirty two from the field that's crazy. That's actually efficient. Usually it's like I, yeah, it's, 14 for 33. 59 points on 60 like shots. Well, it's usually... Uh, 25 he, free throws. Yeah, he, he, no, he usually shoots 6 of 47 with 50 free throws. I, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm all Louisiana sports, but I'm actually a Rockets fan first and foremost whenever it comes to basketball. So I'm used to watching it. Um it was just growing up my my neighbors i've told this story before but my neighbors had me watch a lot of rockets basketball and i didn't watch a lot of hornets at the time uh but i still root for the pelicans i want them to do well and i'll you know i'll root for them in any game that doesn't involve them going against the rockets yeah uh pelicans haven't been <laughs> speaking of pelicans they haven't been looking too hot this season i mean brandon uh, ingram looks great yeah, that looks like a great acquisition, but uh, they ain't got they don't have Zion yet, and everybody else has been pretty much disappointing. Uh, yeah. Lonzo's been up and down, but I mean, everybody else, Drew Holiday's been surprisingly bad this year. JJ Redick has looked like doo doo. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll see if they, they can turn it around. I think they'll be able to turn around here a little bit, and once they get Zion back in about a month, month and a half, I think they'll look better. Yeah, I think they definitely will. It's a a, a big piece to to miss. Um, even though he's a rookie, all the ro- what happened to rookies, man? They're all looking amazing this year. Uh, I guess there's something in their water, man. They're <laughs> just like, ra- just raised different. Because uh, uh, I remember the days when uh, the rookies are like play like twenty minutes, barely scored, and everybody's like, "Is this going to be a bust?" But uh, most of them have been looking pretty good this year, so Cam we'll see. Radish, Tyler Hero scoring 29 off the bench. Um, obviously, uh, R.J. Barrett looking good. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Basketball is fun to watch this year. This is going to be a fun basketball season. Every, I feel yeah. like every team can win it. Even the Cavaliers are looking looking okay. All right, let's not get away now. Uh, they played. They played the Bulls tonight, so it's not exactly. Uh, <laughs> looking, I said. I said okay. <laughs> we'll see in about twenty games when they're like six and fourteen or something like that. Well, you don't. You don't count losing ninety four to eighty five to the Magic is looking good. I just. I'm just. I'm just saying. Their their young. Their youngsters have have looked good. Um. But uh, I don't. I mean, I don't think they're going to be contending. But like most teams, except for the Hornets, are looking looking okay. <laughs> Imagine yep. being a Charlotte Hornets fan. It, you know, I think about stuff like that all the time. Like being a Dolphin fan since uh, Dan Marino left in football. Uh, like college football, being a Rutgers fan, who we're gonna be talking about later. Oh I I have one Rutgers fan. I know a Rutgers fan. <laughs> I just I don't know how he doesn't. 
honestly. I know he lives in Jersey, so I guess that's his home team, but still. Just be like a normal Jersey person and root for Notre Dame. Root for somebody else. Yeah. I feel like if, if I feel like the basic, if you don't have a I don't have a college near you, I think I feel like the basic is Notre Dame. I don't know why, I just feel like it is. Rudy, maybe? I guess. I feel like it's like Notre Dame. It's like a big, a super big school. I, like in the South, it's a bunch of just random Alabama fans. Like in Georgia, there was like a whole bunch of Alabama fans. I'm like, you're not even <laughs> like Do you from know Alabama. the UGA has a team? That, I mean, but I guess it gets higher let down every year. Like all Atlanta <laughs> sports continues Dude, to do. I Imagine living in Atlanta and having to root for sports teams. Like, oh, I know, I know a lot of fans. I actually just got into an argument on Twitter with one of them because, like, <laughs> he was talking about this. This Atlanta Hawks team has so much fight. I said, "I bet you wish the Falcons had the same fight." <laughs> he oh, got bad. Man, speaking of fight, the uh, the Sixers and the Wolves that was a wild. It was so random, like it really was. It, I feel like was, I feel like there hasn't been like bad blood building up between them. <laughs> it was just so random. It was like he pushed him, and then it just it just happened. I'm like, whoa! And Did then nobody, his... then then like the rest didn't see like Simmons choking out Cat at the bottom of the pile. Like, oh my goodness! Do you see uh, his post game interview, Joel Embiid? <laughs> he walked in first off. I ain't no bitch. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then he laughed out there. It, yeah. it made it so much more funny. He's just everybody was like, "Yeah, he matured this year. You know, he's a different person." <laughs> he comes okay. In that. Okay. Whatever you say, bud. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we have a little bit of football news. The uh, the the trade deadline has passed, and uh, <laughs> it was kind of disappointing. Yeah, and it was crazy because, like, they build it up every year, and then there's, like, hardly any trades that happen, like, on the deadline. It always happens, like, a week or a couple of days before. AJ, um, AJ Green to the Saints, am I right? Ooh, that was rough. I'm not even going to touch that one, but that was rough. <laughs> he blocked me on Twitter. Go figure. Uh, he, <laughs> I don't really want to talk about him, but, <laughs> but it, it was it hilarious. Did. It did give us a rap battle. <laughs> Dude, the rap battle was hilarious. It was so bad. Yeah, New Orleans, Louisiana in, all, in general, like, Saints and Tigers can't have bye weeks on the same week. We, we don't know what to do. And the fact that we're already into Falcons hate week. It's how, Falcons hate two weeks because it's the bye week. I don't know. And then LSU, Alabama. Man, man, that's a massive weekend, Louisiana next weekend. Like, I mean, I think the Saints are gonna win by forty points, but I still want. I just, I still hate. I just hate the Falcons. I, I think it, it make it, it makes it worse because they're not even competitive this year. Like, they're not even close. Like, to turn anything around, that Matt Ryan might not even play. So it's like, how do you even like get up for the game? I mean, of course, the pure hatred, but like, they're just not good this year. No, and yeah, that that rap battle was hilarious. Oh, and then John Sigler, do you follow John? At yeah, all? yeah, he went off on Brian because Brian also like had gone after uh, 
John at some point. This is this is all New Orleans local media drama. <laughs> um, but uh, he was like, how's the 40-year-old man who got fired for using his radio job to commit identity theft and now spends his days trying to stalk and fight people from Twitter handling this? Sheesh. <laughs> that's, just, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> yes. I, I, I'll, I'll say... <laughs> I'll say this last thing about New Orleans fans. You can't tell me there's a crazier fan base. No. Like, there, there's no... I've never seen a fan base where people are literally having rap battles, uh, like, literally, like, fighting each all, other. All over someone saying AJ Green to Saints. <laughs> and then I, not being true. I, I've not, I've never seen anything like it. So uh, fan other fan bases, I don't I don't want to hear anything. The only thing that might compare is Bills fans slamming each say. other through a table. But yeah, Bills that's fans, not even that extreme. Bills fans are crazy just because of the fact that they're so loyal after how so how bad they've been. <clears throat> and I know a bunch of Bills fans, and I can tell you they're insane. Um, I, I think the recent playoff issues with the Saints the last couple of years are making Saints fans even crazier. Uh, I mean, I mean, people in New Orleans in, in general are just, just I, crazy. I, I remember, just... I remember when that last one happened. I was ready to throw hands with my aunt. I was, I was about, it was about to go down, man. Bro, like outside, of, like Bills and Browns fans, like Saints put put Saint the Saints fans do so much and. Uh, yeah, it it's just a testament that people love the Saints that much. Like they will literally fight their relatives for say something crazy. So, oh man! And the last thing about the the trade deadline is the the Jamal Adams whole debacle now coming stemming from it. Uh, he he said like uh, the Rams don't don't trade Aaron Donald. Um, and Tom, and the same yeah, thing with Patriots with Tom Brady. Patriots don't trade Tom Brady, so he's he's taking it to heart that he was being chopped. I mean, like I get what he's saying, but at the same time, it's like we know how the NFL is, and let's be real, man. I don't, I don't really think they were seriously going to trade Jamal Adams because, like, if it if he got traded to the Cowboys, which is probably one of our worst nightmares, I don't want to see that. Mm. Um, mm, mm. Not, they're the, the right Jets there with the GM, Falcons. Yeah, the the Jets just needed to fire everybody and just start over because like it didn't, it wouldn't have made sense. Like he he just, no, I th- I feel like he would be, I'd be happy if they were shopping me. You know. Yeah, I mean, do you hear how much they were trying to get back for him? Like a lot. He shouldn't he shouldn't be that insulted. Like I get the premise is like, you know, he might have told him he's not. I mean, and granted, like it's kind of a two-way street. Like, he's not the GM is not gonna not answer the phone call because he didn't. They didn't know he was gonna ask about Jamal Adams. He might have been asking about Robbie Anderson or somebody else, uh, or Bell. I mean, because Bell was getting shopped, and apparently nobody in the organization wanted Bell. No. <laughs> so, like, like I said, I, I get what he's saying. Uh, I mean, he's a franchise defensive player for the Jets. I mean, he might be their best player on the team because uh, Sam Darnold is not. He looks terrible, but um, you just gotta you just gotta move on, man. Because like they're already struggling this season. You're playing a winless team this week, so um, it's it's just tough for him. But at the same time, 
I mean, that's the reality. I mean, you know, say for like basketball, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, somebody like, I mean, I'm sure teams have, like Golden State has heard calls about Steph Curry just to entertain it. But, you know, they're not going to end up trading him. So I think Jamal just has to just move past it because I feel like him dwelling on it is just going to make the situation worse. Like, just let it go and move on and play football. Uh, yeah. I saw that. Now I'm seeing people saying, oh, poor Bryce Harper. I feel bad for Bryce Harper. You know, I hate, like, uh, that's one of the good things about this is that they won it without Bryce Harper. I don't like Bryce Harper. I don't feel bad for him. He got so much money. That's all he cared about. Uh, he's pretty, for me, I mean, I'm not like the biggest baseball fan in the world, but dude is a lot about himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which, well, is, which is why he signed with a, a 13 year deal with the th- Phillies. 13 like, year, 330 million dollar deal with the Phillies. I feel so like he'll be happy. <laughs> no it's what. the same thing uh, with what's his name with the Padres uh, signed a big Manny Machado. Yeah, like they obviously don't. They're not trying to win. Like, who's going to win with that type of payroll? No, the fact like, that the reason the Nationals won and got better is because they were able to use the money, they the $330 million they didn't give him and use it to have pitchers on their team. And then Juan Soto is the best baseball player of all time. Um. Anyway, let's get to the pick em. <clears throat> We'll start it off with, in the NFL, as we always do, um, Houston and Jacksonville, the London game, is going to be one of those great Sundays where we can watch, start watching football at like 8 a.m. and do it until 11 p.m. It's the best kind of Sunday. Um, but the spread is Houston minus one and a half. Um, and uh, I, 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 for the spread here, I put Brandon picked Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. I was feeling the sauce, I guess, uh, after the that Saints that that man. I'm losing my mind after the Astros lost. Um, no, Brandon picked Houston to cover, um, and I am actually gonna pick the Jaguars to uh, to pull this one off. I mean, they're the London team. Yeah, I I, I honestly was thinking about that too, uh, making these picks. But I'm gonna go with Houston. Uh, I, I mean, think. it's definitely the smarter pick. <laughs> yeah. but, but you know, yeah. sometimes you yeah, feel those, it. those uh, London games are always wacky because the team you expect to win isn't normally the team that wins. No, yeah, like, I mean, or, it's basically a home. It's basically a home game for the Jag the Jaguars. And what's better than Gardner Minshew in London? I don't. Nothing. Oh, I can't wait to see the scenes. <laughs> they already got mustaches there, so oh, man. it's, it's going to be quite the scene for him. But, yeah, I, I think Houston will win the game by, like, a field goal or a, a narrow margin. That'd be close. I'm just, you know, I'm just feeling the the Jacksonville the Jacksonville upset at home in London. Um, and then uh, the New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. If we were to do NFL games of the week, it would definitely be this one. <clears throat> JK, it's it's uh, it's it's gonna be a bad game. I'm not gonna watch a snap of this. Um, Good old grind it out game. Um, it's who can lose first. Uh, the spread in New York Jets minus three. 
Brandon took New York Jets. I'm going to take the Jets, and I know you're going to take the Jets because you're not that dumb. No. Um, I thought about Miami, though, for a little bit because the, the way it looked on Monday night in the first half before they did an engage eight on third and 20. <laughs> you do, there's no chance that the, the Dolphins are winning a football game this year. Um, like, they don't want to. <laughs> They're no, they actively will. trying not they, to. Honestly, their roster could win four games the way they oh, played yeah. on Monday night. But they were like, nah, we're tanking for two. So, nah. And they just signed Ken Crawley. So. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh, my God. The, uh, Lone the, coverage season. <laughs> Crawley Island. <laughs> he, well, he's filling in for Xavier Howard because they put him on the island. <laughs> Ken Crawley, Xavier Howard, anymore. what's the difference? I'm ready for him well, to lock everyone down and then get an X factor in Madden 21. <laughs> imagine if Crawley balls out and gets five picks through the end of the season and gets a huge contract over this uh, summer That's for the, the Falcons. The most, I feel, I'm going to feel really good for Billy Bando. <laughs> um, his his Billy Bando is a is a Saints fan. fan. Speaking of Spain's, Saints fans, we're never going to stop talking about him. That is obsessed with with Ken Crawley, and I, for a while there, I thought it was a Ken Crawley burner. It still might be, honestly, because he would, like, never tweet during games. Um, are we going to talk... We're not going to talk about the the Buccaneers, but spe- I'm just going to go in the middle in the middle of the, the pick'em. Did you see the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, his, his burner account? Oh, yeah. That's, that's insane. That's awful. I was like, yeah, somebody... Uh, uh, my guy, Corey... Uh, he's down. He I interned with him over there mm-hmm. two summers ago uh, with the station in New Orleans. He sent me that. I was like, "What?" It, that was the most random thing. Like, I'm not even like paying he, attention he's, to he's, Buccaneers Twitter. He's 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 written a like 400 page book on why Jameis is the best quarterback of all time. Basically, he spends all day. Uh, he like he spends all day on Twitter under this persona defending, uh, defending Jameis. It's called Jameis One of One or something like that. Um, it's it's crazy. Like he does it, the dumbest part is that he does like interviews as Jameis One of One or whatever. But they're audio videos. You can still tell by he refuses to do like in person like video <laughs> interviews because it's the the Bucks GM, uh, Jason Light or whatever. But like, if you listen to the voices, they're they're similar. They're the exact same voice. Um, what? Did he think he was not going to get caught? Like, no. You have you seen Have you seen the video? Like, investigation. Have you Have you seen no, the I video? Haven't. Oh my! It's it's insane that he at at some point thought that he could get away with doing, um, doing this. Um, Jameis. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to find. It. I'll show you. I'll put a. I'll put a clip in the clip in here right now. But it's insane. They're the same person. It's the same exact voice. Um. But moving on, I just want to say that's that's crazy, and that they're definitely not replacing him anytime soon. With how highly uh, uh Bruce Arians talks of him, and the fact that the GM is the biggest Jameis fanboy of all time and thinks he's a Hall of Fame worthy quarterback 
Um, yeah, that's good for the rest of the NFC South. Dude, so. the NFC South is a bunch of a bunch of clowns, and it's hilarious. <laughs> outside of New Orleans, you know, um, the Falcons. Man, I mean, I see the the Matt Ryan official like Joker picture all the time, and it's my favorite picture of all time. Like, I laugh every time I see it. Um, so the uh, the spread. Uh, the next game, sorry, is going to be New England and Baltimore. The spread is New England minus three. Um, and this is, this is going to be an interesting game. Um, the best defense of all time going off going against probably their best offense they've faced. Um, Brandon picked Miami. I, I, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon picked New England. I was looking at Miami for the next game. Brandon picked New England. Um, not Miami, uh, to cover, uh, the three, the three point spread. And, uh, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with Baltimore to cover. Uh, I think (laughs) this is going to sound crazy. I'm probably going to be wrong, but for some reason, uh, years past Baltimore has, Stun New England, so I I think um, I don't know, man. I I think Baltimore gets it done. And I think New England is no longer undefeated. I'm probably going to get some hate for that from I, uh, Patriots fans, but I am going to go ahead and agree with you. Um, it's you know I I want it to happen, so I'm going to speak it into existence. Um, and they I don't know the the. Tom Brady is not has not looked great this year, and the Ravens' defense is good. Um, so it's really going to be up against uh, up up to Lamar Jackson in this game, I think, because I think I think it's going to be truly decided whenever it's the the Ravens' offense versus the New England defense. Um, and I don't know. I feel like. New England hasn't seen anything like him this year. I mean, they had white Lamar Jackson with Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> well, it also reminds me last time that the I think the last time New England lost like a a home game or something like that was against Carolina, and they had Cam Newton. So that the kind of like mm-hmm. I, I just they really haven't faced that many running quarterbacks like that dynamic. Mm-hmm. And uh, the best one in the league right now is Lamar Jackson, um, so I think it's a, a different enough defense. I mean, different enough offense for them to face um, that. I think that they can do it. Well, we'll see, I, I I would hate to for me to say that, and uh, we get to Sunday night and it was a blowout. So I don't think that'll happen. I mean, they. I mean, this is the defense held uh, Seattle to sixteen. And Russell Wilson, they made Russell Wilson look human for the first time this year. Um, the only time that they struggled was against the Chiefs, and I mean, who wouldn't um, look bad against Patrick Mahomes? So I think this will. I think this will be the one. New England is finally gonna gonna not be undefeated, and I think after this this weekend, the the Forty ers will be the only undefeated team in the NFL. Um, and then, so, moving on to college football, with a absolute banger of a game, 
Um, Miami at Florida State. <laughs> this is the spread. Florida State minus three. Brandon picks Miami. I said it in the right context now because he actually did pick Miami to uh, to cover. Because, um, I mean, he would never pick Florida State to cover. Never. I don't even know because both of these teams have terrible losses this season. Oh, like. Yeah. They're both bad oh, because they, the ACC is the worst conference in college football. Sheesh. I mean. Clemson's favored by 47 and a half. <laughs> Just so I guess who? Wofford. <laughs> 47 and a half. They're, de- they're definitely not going to cover. No. I wish I would have put that here. You know what? Bonus 11th game. <laughs> Jesus. Clemson hell Wofford. Good God. Forty-seven uh, and a half. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Florida State to cover in this game, <laughs> even though I have zero confidence in that pick. Oh my god! Oh, <coughs> Curry has a broken left hand. What? What? Breaking news <laughs> for us. It won't be whenever this this goes, but. Oh, when did that happen? Yo, this just happened. The Warriors are in shambles right now. Warriors getting the first overall pick? What? Oh my goodness. Oh my god. That's crazy. D'Angelo Russell and a bunch of G-leaguers. Tank season. Really, it really is. (laughs) From, it about to turn to the, uh... What the twenty eighteen Cavs? Mm-hmm. This is tank tank season. <laughs> last year, last year at LeBron, and then they just go from. Oh, they you know, they became the Cavs, and then got stuck with the fifth pick. Good lord! But yeah, we can go ahead, go back to football now. But I just That's saw crazy. that come across my that screen. That is crazy. So. Um, so you're gonna pick Florida State to cover? I'm gonna pick Miami to cover. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Brandon. Um, I'm going to go with Brandon on this one. Um, now, sneaking into my territory. Sorry, you know, it's the Big Ten. Uh, you're the Big Ten guy, but there's no good game from the Big Ten this weekend. Oh, it, it, as you heard from our podcast, we have four games, and they are awful. So, we compare teams to uh, rappers instead of... Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're all podcast, terrible so. games. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't I haven't been able to listen to the latest episode yet, but I will. I'll probably will tomorrow at some point. Um, whenever I should be paying attention in class, but who cares? Um, speaking sneaking into my territory, the Pac-12, um, number nine. Nope, that's the next game. Oregon State at Arizona. <laughs> uh, spread Arizona minus six. Brandon chose Arizona to cover. And um, what do you think? Uh, I know uh, little to none about either of these teams, <laughs> so nice. Uh, nice. I'm gonna pick Oregon State. Oh, <laughs> I have no idea what is gonna happen here, but uh... at least you're honest. Um, yeah, Oregon State. Just to give you a little context, Oregon State is historically one of the worst teams in the Pac-12. Um, I'm not gonna let you change your pick now, though. By the way. No, I'm sticking with it. Go ahead. Um, no, that's good. But they have, this year, they do have uh, Isaiah Hodgins, who is a beast. 
He this so far this year has 56 receptions for 745 yards and 10 touchdowns. Um, so he's having a beast of a year, um, and they have a six seven 229 pound quarterback in Jake Luton. Um, but Arizona has uh, Cleo Tate, who is a playmaker, and Oregon State's defense is absolute doo doo. Um, like they gave up 52 to Utah and then 31 to UCLA and 31 to Stanford. Um, so I think I, I don't know. I think this will be a close game. I, th- I feel like it has the potential to be high scoring because Arizona's defense has been kind of lacking and disappointing. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and pick Arizona to cover. Um, yeah. I like the or- I like the Oregon State pick though. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was about to. I was about to say. Uh, I do remember seeing some highlights, and I, I can't. Did did they beat somebody decent? Who Oregon recently? State? Oregon yeah. State? Um. Mm, Cal. Oh, they beat. beat they they beat. So far this year, they've beaten Cal, uh, UCLA, and Cal Poly. None of them good. Never mind. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> They lost fifty-two to seven to Oregon State, um, and fifty-two to thirty-six to Oklahoma State, and then uh, yeah, um, this next game uh, it's gonna be uh, it should be a good one, very more interesting than the last two that we've talked about. Number nine Utah at Washington State. Um, this one's interesting to me, um, just because you you have the a a. I said I say Washington State, Washington, just normal Washington. Um, I'm dumb. Number nine Utah at Washington. You have the elite defense of Utah and the uh, the supposed. Uh, sorry, Alex, uh, you're listening <laughs> to this. The supposed first round talent in Jacob Eason. I don't know if you could hear by my inflection, but I used massive air quotes whenever I said that. Because I don't believe it. And I think this week he's going to get exposed, and Utah's going to win by a lot. And I don't normally go that hard and, and, and that matter-of-a-fact in these, so it's probably going to backfire. Um, but Utah is going to destroy Washington. Uh, I'm picking Utah, too, but I don't think it's going to be a destroy. Uh, Washington is uh, historically a hard place to play. Uh, and this is a late afternoon game, right? Yeah. Well, technically, it's like no, an it early afternoon three. on the three. West Coast. Um, yeah, Washington's a hard place to play. I still got Utah to cover, though. Uh, I think they'll be able to pull out, and I think Eason will make some mistakes, um, as he has in, in the last few games. Um, uh, I, I, remember, I think the Oregon game, he made some mistakes down the stretch. Or just miss some throws. Utah, um, I think the main my main thing is Utah, Washington's defense has not looked that great this year. They looked okay. Um, they've held they've held some teams like they held Arizona to twenty seven. Uh, they they held uh, Stanford to twenty three, but only scored thirteen. Um, it's these these twenty three to thirteen, twenty eight to fourteen games against Stanford and USC that really have me worried. Uh, they lost twenty to nineteen at Cal at home, um, and Cal's defense has been very disappointing. Uh, 
Utah has an elite defensive line and great secondary led by my the love of my life, Jalen Johnson. <laughs> um, so I'm not gonna let that. I'm gonna try not to let that be too much bias, but uh, I I do think Utah is gonna win by a lot here. And Brandon also picked Utah. Um, and then uh, number 15 SMU at number 24 Memphis. The spread Memphis minus six. Brandon chose SMU. And what do you think, Devin? Uh, I'm gonna go with SMU. Uh, I think that's too big of a line for Memphis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's Shane Bouchelle, right? Yes. Uh, I like him from you know the little bit I've seen of him, of course. Uh, but I remember him back in his Texas days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they go in winning a tough one. I think they'll win the game. I think they went in a tough environment in Memphis, and I just feel like six points is a little bit too much uh, to give Memphis. If it was like three, maybe Memphis, but mm-hmm. I'm going SMU. No, yeah, the the red hot, red hot SMU team. Um, they only had they kind of struggled last week against Houston. They're undefeated. They've put up a lot of points, um, like. 34, 45, 43, 48, 41, 47, 49, and 37. That, that's how many points they've scored this year. Um, and six is definitely a lot for me to give Memphis over that. Because um, Memphis hasn't looked awful this year either, but the fact is, like you said, this is the game's going to be like, there's this a final score of this one's going to be like 55 to 52. <laughs> um, but it's going to be... Uh, not, yeah, six is just a lot, so, I am gonna agree there, and then, speaking of giving a team a lot of points, West Virginia at number 12, Baylor, the spread is Baylor, minus 17 and a half, Brandon, who is in love with Baylor, has chosen Baylor to cover, what about you? Uh, I am not choosing them to cover because 17 and a half points is a lot of points. I don't like uh, giving a lot. I don't. If you listen to this podcast, you should know one thing about me. I don't like giving away that many points. I, I just think there's way too many points to give Baylor, who has been winning close games pretty much all season long. Yeah. Uh, and it's a Thursday night matchup. Uh, <clears throat> so I, uh, I just don't feel comfortable giving. Baylor that much that many points and even if the game is a blowout I feel like at the end of the games that's when teams usually like <laughs> destroy the the spread because mm-hmm. they're still trying to score they still have their first team out there uh granted West Virginia has been blown out the last couple games uh by 20 pl- plus points um so we'll see but I, I just don't see 17 and a half uh, no, and Baylor's looked really good, and but they haven't been beating teams by like seventeen. They beat Oklahoma State forty-five to twenty-seven. Um, they beat uh, Kansas State by seventeen, above more than seventeen, and then they beat UTSA and SF Awesome. But like Rice, it was twenty-one to thirteen. Iowa State twenty-one twenty-three. Uh, Texas Tech thirty-three thirty. I don't know. I just I'm not feeling giving away seventeen and a half, and they they might. It's very possible that they can cover. I'm well, just not it, feeling it. I feel it also depends on what uniforms they wear. Uh, they play tomorrow. <laughs> they play tomorrow on Halloween. So if they wear all black, then it might be doomsday for West Virginia. But they're wearing like 
I, I know it probably has no significant impact. No, it game, definitely I, does. Are you kidding me? I, I feel, yeah, I feel like if they don't go all black tomorrow, then it's a failure. Why are you playing on Halloween in the first place? But it, not gonna go all black. So um, let's see. Oh, now I kind of want to see if. Uh, now I kind of want to see if, if 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 we know what uniforms they're wearing. Cause this is this is big breaking news. Not breaking news, but it's it's just it's a big thing. Um, I also just still don't like Baylor because of Art Bryles. He's ruined that 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 team for a while. I think. Yeah, uh, I I do like their coach Matt Rule now. Uh, fun mm-hmm. fact: he played for Penn State, um, collegially and. I heard that you know if James no, they're wearing Franklin, all green. Ah, not a fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> so I'm definitely I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and take West Virginia on that. Uh, but Marul he played for Penn State, and the rumor I've heard at least is that if James Franklin were to move on or they move on from James Franklin, Marul be number one on on their list to get okay. as a coach. So. I mean, and you got the connects. Yeah, so you didn't hear it from me, though. Didn't hear it, but but didn't you heard hear it from from the verified. Um, let's see. Um, speaking of me not liking to give points, Rutgers at Illinois. The spread of Illinois minus twenty nine. Here we go, a Big Twelve game, a Big Ten game. Rutgers Illinois. The spread Illinois minus twenty and a half. Brandon gave Illinois the points. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what do you, how do you feel? Oh, okay first man. off this is your this is your time to shine how do you feel about Rutgers this year and this is whenever I if we were doing an interview I would move the mic from my face to your face and just look at you knowing what I just asked you well first of all hashtag where art thou hashtag where art thou he uh, is on the cause, bench because <laughs> Where art thou? Because <laughs> this, they are they are uh, an eyesore to watch. You're not a big uh, Johnny Langan fan? No. <laughs> no, sir. First of all, it was two, two different games. They have one passing yard. <laughs> Just one. They, then they, then with, when they have Raheem Blackshear actually playing, they had him at running back. He's actually a receiver. But you know what? Let's keep running him you know, into 300-pound linemen. Uh, expect him to do great things with no blocking. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had they've been nowhere near close in any conference game this season, and somehow Illinois suddenly became a hot team, and they're beating everybody now, which is unexpected. Um, but Rutgers sucks. I mean, let's, let's, let's keep it 100% honest here. Uh, they're not good. Not a good football team. Um, yeah, I, uh, so I guess, yeah, I guess you're taking Illinois. Um, I'll be honest, I don't like giving away 20, 20 and a half points, but, um, earlier this year, it was Rutgers <laughs> at Michigan. Rutgers at Michigan. He knows, he's laughing. Um, Michigan was favored by like 20 points. I was like, you know, I don't like giving away 20 points. And I don't like Michigan. Then Michigan won fifty-two to nothing. <laughs> and after that game, I sent out a tweet saying I would never 
That's the last time I ever bet on the Rutgers to lose by less than 20. So I have to stick by my word and pick Illinois to win by, like, 50. Um, Unless Rutgers wins and then by, uh, like, I don't know. I forgot the 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 phrase for it, but uh, that would mean Rutgers is better than Wisconsin. <laughs> I I wouldn't even know what to say on the podcast next week if Rutgers somehow pulled this off. I I probably sit in silence for like ten minutes. Reggie Corbin three rushes and minus five yards. <laughs> if this if he doesn't get like hundred and fifty yards in this game, just just hang it up, man. Honestly, um, can you name me ten Rutgers players? Nope. Can you name me five Rutgers players? That'll be even pushing it. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, Raheem Blackshear, no, Johnny no, Langan. they're they're oh, actually they're, playing. Yeah, actually playing. Oh, I can't. I can't name five. I can name Isaiah Pacheco and Johnny Langan. <laughs> that's, I can't name anybody else. Like I. I I literally, like, skimmed through the game, and there's, like, no highlights for Rutgers. Like, even last week against Liberty, I – no. I I was not going to subject subject myself to Oh, that. Isaiah Washington. They have Isaiah Washington. I don't know why I know that name, but I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was our game of the week. So we had to go now by position by position – Saying Rutgers if or Illinois, which one's better at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, offensive line, defensive line, linebacker, defensive back, and then head coach. So you ready for that? Yep. Um, um, Illinois with a clean sweep. Illinois with a clean clean sweep. You taking Reggie Corbin over Isaiah Pacheco? Who? <laughs> um, <laughs> our actual game of the week. Because um, we don't hate you that much. Um, is number eight Georgia at number six Florida? Brandon said, told me he is sick. He's absolutely disgusted that he's missing this this preview. So we have to do it justice. Um, and to that I say, stop being a nerd and just come on the podcast. Um, but I guess if he really wants to study. Um, who do you think has a better quarterback, Florida or Georgia? Uh, a couple weeks ago, I uh, would have told you this is like a runaway train, but the way that uh, Jake Fromm is playing this season, it has been very disappointing uh, compared to what we were expecting coming in. Um, but I, I'll, I'll give Georgia the edge, obviously. Uh, Kyle Trask, uh, he's done a great job and kind of – Kind of step into the role of starting quarterback with Felipe Franks done for the season. Um, but I'll go Jake Fromm and uh, George's quarterback room, even though, man, uh, this is getting kind of off topic, but how they let Justin Fields go. Dude, he's, I'm so, I feel so good for Justin Fields. I feel like he wouldn't, do, he wouldn't be doing what he's doing in that offense right now, though. Pro- probably but he'd not, still be but... better than Jake yeah. Fromm. Yeah, um, but, if we're going uh, based I, off of this season, um, and who I think is going to have a, a bigger impact and a better game tomorrow, um, I definitely, th- I'm definitely going to go Kyle Trask. I think I'm going to go Florida. I'm going to go Florida the edge because Kyle Trask has looked a lot better than Jake Fromm has. 
And um, yeah, it's they've had very similar seasons, and the and Kyle Trask has played less. Um, I, I just feel like Kyle Trask is going to be a big part in uh, a bigger part for Florida to win rather than Jake Fromm because they don't Jake Fromm doesn't they don't rely on Jake Fromm to do good to win because they have a million good running backs. Yeah, right now uh, Brandon's somewhere punching the air right now. Enjoy. <laughs> um, speaking of running backs, uh, I get the first pick now, and I'm definitely going to choose Georgia to have the better better running backs. It's not even close. Yeah, I would say the same. Uh, DeAndre Swift is probably going to be late first round, early second round pick. Uh, he's been great this season, you know, despite their struggles uh, against South Carolina and some of their other games. Uh, he, he's definitely much better than uh, LaMichael P. Ryan. Uh, at, least, at least slightly better, you know? Um, yeah, I think that, one's a, that was a very easy one. Because um, I mean, you have DeAndre Swift, Brian Harris, Demir White. This is it's just better. <laughs> um, even just DeAndre Swift is better than P. Ryan. Um, moving on, uh, wide receivers and tight ends. I'll give you the first pick there. Uh, I would say Florida. Um, Georgia has a lot of unproven guys, um, and. The Florida receivers, I mean, even against LSU, they made some big plays. Uh, you saw uh, – hold on, give me a second here. Uh, just make sure I get Van, – it was Van Jefferson going up against uh, Stingley, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, had a, he had a pretty uh, good couple of plays there towards the end of the game uh, to keep them in it. And I think they're just better a better cohesive unit. Uh, you have some, you might have some better individual players on Georgia, like uh, Pickens and some of those other guys. But as a group, I would definitely say Florida has an edge in that department. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like we're gonna agree on pretty much all of this. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, offensive line. Um, this one's not uh, not too hard for me. Um, it's definitely uh, Georgia. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Andrew Thomas, he's, a, he's certainly going to be a, a first-round pick for Georgia. Yeah, I mean, uh, all, and, all along, Solomon Kinley, Trey Hill, Cade Mays, Isaiah Wilson, they have a really good offensive line. Yeah, they have a solid core. Uh, I think it's, it just really comes down, offensively at least, to their position players mm-hmm. um, and making plays. Because, uh, I mean, other than that, they, I mean, they sh- or, honestly should be undefeated. I mean, the the loss to South Carolina is inexcusable. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they have the the front five or whatever to, I mean, dominate the line of scrimmage. So. Uh, you know, with kind of Jake Fromm's recent struggles, I, I definitely expect them to run the ball a bunch, uh, try to run the ball a bunch in this upcoming game. Uh, but it's definitely going to come down to Fromm and the uh, skill positions, and we're going to get to the defense here in just a sec. So, yeah. Speaking of defense, who do you think has the better defensive line or edge players? Uh, I would say Florida, probably. Definitely Florida. Um, yeah. Florida this is the best part of the Florida team. Yeah, this is definitely their strength. Um, I think just overall, just the guys they have up front. I mean, 
they're they're pretty dang good. Uh, they, I, I mean, they speak for themselves. They they're physical, fly to the ball, make plays in the backfield. It's probably gonna make Jake Fromm's game rough, uh, especially if he has to escape the pocket and, and try to make plays outside of the pocket. So yeah, no, um, it's it's really just you know, no one wants to go up against uh, Jabari or. Anyone, anyone on that on that defensive line, um, just you can count me out of that. Um, so uh, <clears throat> moving to linebackers, um, hmm, um, this is getting over to the the closer area, I would say, um, but I will. Probably pick Florida for this one, um, just with basically just David Reese um, being number one. Um, and if you want to count Trey Dean and uh, Ventral Miller and, and all them, Jonathan Greenard, um, I definitely would count uh, would count them all there. And uh, I definitely think that 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 group gives Florida the edge in, in the linebacker position. Yeah, I think they're just their front seven in general is is just better than Georgia's um, front seven. Uh, Not to say Georgia's defense isn't pretty good, because they are pretty good. Um, But just talent-wise, when you start to really get kind of dig deeper into each position group, I think Florida just has the better proven talent and and just a little bit better talent linebacker and defensive line. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's, you know, what separates them. You know, as one of the the be- better defenses in the SEC and the in, and in the country, uh, I know they. I mean, struggle against LSU to stop them, but it was you know LSU's you can't tempo hold that against and, them. Yeah, it was LSU's tempo and you know how fast they are moving on offense. This is really something you don't see typically in the SEC. Uh, so I think this week will allow them. <clears throat> I don't think they're going to give a forty-two points, obviously, to no. Georgia. Um, just the styles are much different and. This defense is more conducive to stop Georgia's type offense. So, um, and then um, for defensive backs, where are you going? Mm, this one's a tough one. I think for it's me. the closest. Yeah, because uh, I, I like C.J. Henderson, um, but I'm, I'm gonna go with Georgia here. J.R. Reed, uh, Richard LeCount. Yeah, uh, I think. I think, you know, Florida has better, like I said, better individual talent. But I think as a group, Georgia's secondary plays better. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we even saw in the Auburn game against Florida, uh, they have some holes in their secondary. They're not as strong second in the secondary as they have been maybe in years past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I give Georgia a little bit more of the edge because they, they don't give up as many big plays. You, you have to drive on Georgia to uh, score on them. Uh, I see Florida, they gave up a lot of big plays in the LSU game, um, passing-wise, and, and, mm-hmm. and in a running game a little bit as well. A couple times to uh, Clyde edwards Elair. Yeah, uh, who Brandon had no respect for, but now he puts respect on his he, name. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, he's, he's earned <laughs> the respect. Um, man, Clyde edwards Elair kind of broke out this year, which is awesome for him. I mean, watch out, he will kill you, he's done it before. Yeah, so 
We we will see uh, next week, but uh, anyway, for this week, I, I'm picking Georgia's BBs. But uh, we finally have a disagreement. <laughs> Um, for the first time, um, I think it's very close, and Jar Reed's great, um, and Richard LeCount is great, but, uh, I think, uh, C.J. Henderson, Marco Wilson, um, Jawan Taylor, I don't know, I think they have a really good group over there, David, uh, Donovan Steiner, um, yeah, I mean, they struggled against LSU, but who hasn't so far this year, um, the Georgia defense, uh, the Georgia offense is gonna lend much more to the much more to the Florida Florida team, and I I think that uh, C.J. Henderson, um, who definitely has has fallen off, not lived up to expectations this year. Um, I, don't know, I I think him and Market Wilson are gonna gonna lead um, this, gonna have a big big game for this Florida defense. Um, and then for head coach, um, I'll who who do you think is the better head coach? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. I think so. Uh, I'll say Kirby. <laughs> oh, we're going to disagree again. Uh, and, you know, I think uh, Coach Mullen, he's doing a good job uh, with, you know, the injury losses they had this season. I mean, they lost their starting quarterback and some of the other guys. But uh, I'm going to go with Kirby. Uh, I think, you know, outside of the South Carolina game, generally – you know, regular season play before he has to play Bama, at least, uh, he comes away with these big victories. So uh, I'd give the edge to Kirby. You know what Florida hasn't done so far this year? Lost to South Carolina. (laughs) And they, I I don't know, the play calling was a little suspect for Florida at the end of the LSU game. Um, and the 42-28 score of that game was uh, not very indicative to how close the game actually was. Um, it was very, very close. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to give Dan Mullen. I don't think, I think Kirby Smart's making a lot more money than he should. Um, and I'm going to give Dan Mullen the edge over there. But now it comes down to the spread of UGA minus six and a half. Brandon, shockingly, shockingly. Took Florida. Uh, I'm gonna take Florida too. Six and a half is too much for this game. Definitely. Uh, I think this this game was always like a within a one possession game, uh, and it's usually tight to the very end. Uh, I don't think there's any way. I, well, I'm not gonna say that. I don't think there's any way, but I, I just don't. I get. I see. I, I see where, but I see a reality where both of these teams win by a touchdown, and therefore six and a half is enough is too much for me to give. Yeah, uh, it's really a toss-up game. I, I really, I was really surprised this wasn't like a one and a half line. Or, well, I want to I ask uh, you this three. now, since we're talking about lines. Do you know the LSU Alabama line as of right now? I do not. <laughs> um, because it might have been a typo, but yesterday when I looked, it was Alabama minus sixteen. Oh wow! I think that might be a typo. Wow. It has to be. It has to be. But I check. I'm going to check it again yesterday. But I have a screenshot of Alabama minus 16, which is insane. Okay, Whoa. it has updated. It's Alabama minus seven, which is still a lot. I, f- I feel a f- still a lot. I think. Uh, honestly, let it stay that uh, as an LSU fan. Oh, uh, I'm definitely down for down for it to say like, that. If they they think you know they're a touchdown better, then uh, go right ahead. 
elevated 16 points. <laughs> um, I'll let them. I'll let them believe that. But yeah, ESPN's FBI has them at a 72.2 percent chance to win Alabama. That is. Um, so I like all those stats. You know, I don't, I don't mind it as an LSU fan. You know, Les Miles talks about rat poison. Um, the thing in. Um, uh, Coach O isn't even saying, um, isn't even saying Alabama's name this week. Um, oh, and it is confirmed that Steph Curry has broke his hand. Whew, that is rough. Um, that's, that's wild. <laughs> Oof. It's, well, yeah, uh, I'm, quick thing about LSU Alabama, I'm looking at the stats and like, there, I don't, I, I just don't see why the line is that high. Maybe it, maybe when it gets closer, it, that's even more interesting because like Tua hasn't been confirmed if he's playing or not. No. So that's a that's an interesting line to give, yeah, considering uh, they don't even have their starting quarterback fully healthy. But hey, that's Vegas for you. So I'm I'm fine. Sometimes sometimes Vegas knows something, and other times it's dumb. And then uh. I mean, worst case scenario, they have Talia Tungo Vailoa, who's a god, apparently. Um, hey, go ahead, throw him out there against um, LSU's I'm, defense. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, I'm all about LSU's defense playing against um, random, generic white quarterback for Alabama, Mac Jones. They always have. I feel like they always have like the whitest name of all time playing quarterback for them. <laughs> AJ McCarron. Uh, I think they had John Parker Wilson. Yeah, that was, uh, that, that was, that was Alabama. I was players. like, that, it doesn't get much more Alabama than that. No. Um, yeah, Alabama. Uh, I think they had what uh, they had Cooper Bateman on the roster. <laughs> like, who? Like it, it, <laughs> it was it, it was a, it was a, a a tough tough run for them, you know. Um, Oh yeah, they had a they had a guy named Brody Croyle, Greg McElroy, um, Blake Blake, which is funny. Blake Burnett is a very white name, but he <laughs> in himself, um, Jake Coker, Blake. Oh, I'm thinking of Blake Sims. Never mind, I'm dumb. Yeah, Blake Burnett. <laughs> thinking of Blake Sims, um, Spencer Pennington. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. John David Phillips. Freddie, they, they could... Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> they had a quarterback in the seventies named Stedman Sheely. Oh, they had Ken Stabler too. Oh yeah, Ken Stabler, Joe Namath, Bobby Smith. Uh, yeah. Man. So they they've had some names. They have a long history. Um, <laughs> uh, but that does it for the pick'em. That'll wrap up the pick'em. Um, but now into uh, it feels empty not having uh, a question from the verified on here um but we'll get into the we'll get into the the mailbag now um first one comes obviously you both have your regular favorite teams which is actually the same favorite team um because i only bring in people that like the teams that i like whenever brandon's on <laughs> it's um, all right brandon's gonna start bringing in giants fans oh 100 so. percent um Obviously, you have you both have your favorite regular team, your regular favorite teams. But uncovering your respective conferences, do you have a favorite team to watch? Devin, you can't choose Penn State, and that comes from Alex Katzen. 
I think it's funny everybody think uh, thinks I like Penn State. I just covered them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't actually like I'm not a fan of them, but I, I cover them, so or at least help cover them. But uh I it's would Rutgers. say no. Hell no. Uh no chance. But uh honestly this is gonna be a surprising pick. It's not Ohio State. Uh it's actually Indiana. That's um, fair. I like and Indiana. they they're like their defense is middle of the road, kind of pedestrian, but their offense is really exciting to watch. Um, they've had kind of two quarterbacks rotating in. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., he's been really good. Nice, solid left-hander. Uh, but uh, Peyton Ramsey has been filling in because Penix has been hurt. But I love Stevie Scott. He's a, he's sure a pretty solid running Penix? back. It, one of those things. I just say <laughs> Penix to keep it safe. Uh, but yeah, I love watching Stevie Scott play their offense. Um, for sure. Wop Fillier, one of the best names in college football. Definitely. Uh, he's, he's an exciting receiver to watch. Oh. Uh, just, they, I, I would like the big 10 teams. They have like a more, you know, spread, spread system. I mean, Ohio State has it as well, but, uh, let's be real. I mean, you kind of know they're going to win. Uh, Indiana, they're a surprising uh, six an, and two so far this as season. As an LSU so. fan, I didn't know what a spread offense was until this year. <laughs> this is very true. You're like, you see them sling the ball over the yard, and I was like, whoa, they they've they actually came to the 21st century. It's but, crazy. Uh, yeah, Indiana is my favorite team to watch in the Big Ten, uh, purely for their offense. Uh, if we're going to go defense, uh, it's easily Ohio State. Uh, Chase Young, watching him work, is 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 insane. But uh, I would say Indiana in general. Cool. Yeah. Speaking of names, going off topic again, because you know that's what I love to do. Um, do you see the uh, the newest LSU recruit like committed for the twenty twenty class or whatever? The coldest. The coldest <laughs> to ever do it, Crawford. That's the uh, greatest was, name ever. I was talking to somebody like a couple weeks ago. I was like. With that type of name, you you're literally destined. Either you, it's like you have no choice. You have to play sports because your oh, name yeah, is not going to no. make any sense anywhere uh, else. They also have uh, uh, Major Burns, who could as a as a defensive back, that last name can really backfire <laughs> if he's not good. Yeah, it's uh, it'd be it's a great wide receiver name. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean. Shout out to him for coming to LSU because uh, looks like LSU is going to be building something really different you oh, know, in the next couple of years. It's changing. It's it's the the uh, the the culture's changing. We're getting so many high high level recruits. It's insane. I love to see. Well, because they because well, they finally decided to change their offensive philosophy instead of being like yeah that's why yeah, uh, we're gonna run the we're gonna run the ball forty times. That's why Eric Eric Gilbert said that uh, he was like, "Yeah, I saw the offense that they have," and then he convinced his teammate to leave Tennessee and 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 come over to LSU. So yeah, I love it. Um, moving on, another LSU question. Um, oh, that wasn't an LSU question, but another question. We're going to talk about LSU. Um, would you rather have LSU's offense but Rutgers' defense or Rutgers' offense but LSU's defense? And that comes from Brandon. And to that I say, my entire life we've had Rutgers' offense but LSU's defense. <laughs> Very true. Uh, give me LSU's offense because they're just going to score every time. So I can, I can live with – I mean, even Rutgers' defense gets stops. I don't every know now when, and then. But 
I don't know when, but you just need one stop to win a game. Uh, that's that's a that's a softball question. Come on now, come, come on, on, Brandon. Man. You're better than that, man. Um, yeah, I I'd agree. Um, I mean, it looked a, it looked a couple times earlier this year that we did have LSU's offense for Rutgers defense. Um, but yeah, I definitely would agree. Um, oh, I just watched Steph Curry's injury. Is it bad? Well, he went up. Oh, Aaron Baines hurt him. Damn. Uh, oh, ah. Okay, well now I have to watch it. I saw the well, I saw the video. It was on my feet, but now I have to watch it. Yikes! Ginger's how they only how they only lose by eleven? They ended up only losing by eleven. They played better with Steph Curry, a bad teammate. Oof, oof, that would hurt his face. His face after you could tell. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah. Um. Another LSU question, because um, that's all we talk about here. Um, this one from Justin Rochat. Um, what would you say to someone that thinks Joe Burrow is not athletic at all, he's slow as shit, his feet look like they're stuck in mud, his mechanics are weird as shit, he's just not good? Um, to, be clear, this isn't, to be clear, this isn't my opinion. All right, Justin. I think it definitely is. At, at, at him next time. Um, but uh, I would just say, have you ever watched football? Have you watched? <laughs> have you watched Joe Burrow play? He's not. He's definitely not slow and definitely athletic. You can tell. You can tell by uh, what happened in, in the last in the Mississippi State game, or the, was it was it the Mississippi State game where he got where he got where he mooned everyone? Yeah. Yeah, you could tell by then he at least does squats. <laughs> Sorry, that was a really stupid joke. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, the person has bad opinions and has never watched LSU play football. Well, has not watched Joe Burrow play football. Yeah, I don't have anything else to add to that. Uh, I think that question was directed towards you because uh, there is really none. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, nah. that person's nah. dumb. That's all I got. That's what I got to say to <laughs> be better. That's the, the Kevin Durant quote uh, when you're still playing with the Thunder. He's an idiot. Next question. <laughs> or LeBron, be better tomorrow and then leave. Um, <clears throat> a question that's not about not about um, LSU, but instead about the Big Ten. Uh, if Michigan gets blown up by Ohio, Ohio State at home this season, continuing his losing ways against their rival, does Harbaugh get axed or do they keep him around for another year? That one comes from Trevor Fennell. You want me to go first? You can go first. They're not gonna let him go. No, no way. Uh, I, I, I think people were like, I mean, the Nordame win, I think, saves his job for like another couple years, because <laughs> uh, like he, I, I just don't see them leaving from him. Uh, who are you gonna come have come in that's gonna be better, like right off the bat? You no. know. Um, and you know what, Nick uh, Saban, I, Urban Meyer. He's not, <laughs> There's no way Urban Meyer's going to Michigan. Uh, I would love to see that. It'd be hilarious. Yeah, it'd be funny because he doesn't even say like Michigan's name now, and now he has to say every day of his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think um, 
I think they they love him too much there. And it's not like he's doing terrible there. No, it's uh, what it's what I'm gonna say. He's he's 44 and 16. Um, you're kind of being a little spoiled there, Michigan fans. What else do you want? Yeah, I mean, it, this is some. I heard Joe Clatt talk about this like earlier in the week or last week. Like Michigan has never really won a national championship in recent memory. Um, so you're expecting him to come in and do that. He's never done that either. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at Stanford, I mean, he really peaked when he had Andrew Luck. So the you last, could say the you last could national say, title was '97. So it's been a while. So I don't know what Michigan fans are expecting from Harbaugh. Like, he's keeping you kind of in the same level you've been for a while now. I mean, you're back to relevancy. Uh, I think I think that was the biggest thing. His record right now at uh, at Michigan is at least on par a little bit better than their technical all time record. So I, I don't think that he's in any rush to be pushed out of there. Just just because you're not winning a, a national championship every year doesn't mean you're going to get fired. Yeah, I mean, it, it was the same thing. If, like even even here at Penn State, like James Franklin's Franklin, uh, people want him wanted him gone like after last season because they had a down year. Like it, it doesn't make sense to try and jump ship because they're not consistently winning conference champions or you know they're not you know necessarily being the rivals. I mean. Sheesh! Look how long LSU had on to Les Miles before he was losing to Alabama consistently every year. I mean, you you just uh, look. I, don't think I mean, LSU's ever lost Alabama. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Ohio State. I mean, they just have a better team right now than Michigan. They've had a better team for the last couple of years. Michigan is really a quarterback away, like a a game changing quarterback away from being the team that we think they can be. I mean. The quarterback plays really is what's kept them behind the last couple of years, and they looks like they haven't recruited the guy yet to come in and, and completely change their culture. I mean, they have like now they have the offensive coordinator, uh, Jim Harbaugh. I mean, he's doing a decent job. You, you know, they still they still can every year they're going to beat somebody ranked. Uh, I mean, I, I know Harbaugh's record is like two and ten now against ranked like. Think top ten or top fifteen opponents or something like that, mm-hmm. um, but at this point I don't see them moving on from him. Uh, he if he starts losing to teams like Iowa and Wisconsin, well they lost Wisconsin this year, but like Iowa and uh, some of those other teams consistently every single year. I mean they've alternated wins with Penn State the last couple of years, um, and you know both are considered you know one of the tops in the conference. So they start dropping the ball, losing to Indiana and. Purdue and all those other teams, then I think that would be reason for concern. But for now, I mean, losing Ohio State, it just is what it is. Yeah. It comes with the job, if we're being honest. Um, Let's see. So, uh, yeah, I agree with that. And then that brings us to the big big question of the week, our favorite, the top five question of the week um, from Trevor Fennell. Um, It's what everyone looks forward to. (laughs) <laughs> from a football podcast because it has nothing to do with football, um, and so uh, as we as we do, we do draft style around here. Um, I, I know I, I know you've you've at least heard one of the segments before. Um, so and since you're the guest, I'll give you the first pick. The question is: Name your top five favorite shoes. Shoes. Bleh, 
shows, or movies to stream. Rules has to be available on the big three, a.k.a. Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime Video. Amazon Prime Video sucks. Yeah, I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, I mainly use Netflix, and my uh, fiance she has Hulu, so occasionally I will use Hulu, Hulu I, I use when Hulu I'm with every her. now and then, yeah. I have my friend's... My friend's Hulu hooked up to my TV that has no commercials, so every now and then I'll use it. Um, but I have all of them. I only ever use Netflix and Hulu. Um, every now and then, HBO Go has something on it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll let you get. I'll let you get the first pick. There's only one true first pick, but I don't know what you're gonna what you're gonna pick. Uh, I think I know what you're gonna pick. Oh but, yeah. Oh. Uh, for me, uh, Last Chance You was like my thing. Uh, that's like one of my my favorite um, shows to watch on Netflix. Uh, that's that was like one that like as soon as it came out, I'm watching every single episode, binge watching. Uh, I could I'll go back and watch that all day. I love Last Chance You. Uh, I think whoever you know. The decision to come up with that and make the show and stuff like that. Uh, I absolutely love the the drama and storylines behind it and how they kind of frame it up. Um, I think it's really cool. But yeah, my first one would definitely be um, Last Chance You. Um, so I'm going to go out here on the, on the record. I'm going to make a confession that I've never said before. Um, I've never seen an episode of Last Chance You. Whoa. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's just one wait, of those things that's that's escaped me. Wait a minute. Didn't you have like the last chance you coach on the podcast? I wasn't on that episode. Oh, <laughs> that'd be hilarious if I if if I was the one interviewing. I've never seen an episode. No, I've never seen. I've no, I've seen like half of the first episode, and then I had to leave. Um, so it's always been on my list. I'm gonna. I want to go back and watch it. I just you know haven't. I've never never seen an episode, and I'm um, I'm ready to accept all the all the hate that I can that I can get from that. So I'm gonna go with The Office. Obviously, it's my first pick. Yeah, I, I had that. I knew that one was coming at least. Yeah, um, but Last Chance You, I can respect it. I can respect it. I know it's good, and I know I love it. Um, I just haven't watched it because like all those kind of like all or nothing or anything like that. Um, but uh, I'll go I'll let you go with the second pick. Uh, my second pick, uh, this is a show I, I, uh, sometimes watch with my fiance, but Blacklist, um, it's just a really, like, I love, like, crime shows and, uh, kind of suspenseful shows, stuff like that, uh, so probably one of my next picks is gonna be probably a, a crime show, uh, but I, I love, like, kind of the... The anticipation, kind of the drama, kind of brewing, stuff like that. Uh, but Blacklist is, is uh, it's definitely one of my favorites to watch, too. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily like rank it in, like number two, but it's like in my top five. I have never seen an episode of The Blacklist. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit different, probably. <laughs> no, I, I know it's a great show. Um, I'm sure it is. I just and I know I again I'd probably like it because I like I like crime stuff, um. Uh, but my my second pick is gonna be BoJack Horseman. 
mainly because I, I just finished watching season six of that, and I love BoJack. Have you ever seen BoJack Horseman? I have not. Um, it is the most depressing and hilarious show ever. Um, I don't know. It's funny. Like the most real show is about uh talking animals. <laughs> um, it's it's one of the best written shows, <laughs> I think. Ever, like, did you did you ever watch like Futurama or anything? Yeah. Did yeah, you like I Futurama? Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Um, I I mean, it would obviously be not be my first one. Uh, yeah. I'm more of a I like like Rick and Morty. Oh, if you like if you like Rick and Morty, I think you'll like. It's kind of like Rick and Morty. Uh, that w- both of the characters are depressed alcoholics. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Bojack's really good, really depressing. Um, but uh, yeah, also hilarious at the same time. And they just released the first half of the last season of it. It's really good. I would highly recommend anyone to go watch it. Or at least give it a chance. The first season. I know a lot of shows say this, but the first season, it, I still like it, but it's definitely the worst. Because so I was looking on, I was looking on Rotten Tomatoes, and like in the first season's at like a sixty-seven percent, and then after that it goes like a hundred, a hundred, ninety-seven, and then a hundred and a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is crazy. Um, but also well deserved. So, go ahead with your third pick. Uh, my third pick is Criminal Minds. Uh, the intro is iconic. Uh, I could watch that. I could watch like five, six episodes in one day. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I just love Criminal Minds. Just love the the cast. Um, and like I said, I love crime shows. I love like, you know, just. I mean, like, uh, this is kind of go off a tangent here, but like, uh, you know, part of my job at. <laughs> absolute banger i would say like top five best intros uh in in tv period um like that like that and like law and order svu like they have some of the best best intros uh but like i said i love crime shows um my favorite favorite intro is lost and then that's it (laughs) man yeah, that's my that's my next pick, uh, Criminal Minds. Speaking of iconic, X Files has a pretty iconic intro. Um, let's see, my third pick. Um, I'll, I'm gonna switch over to Hulu for this one. Um, I'm gonna say Brooklyn Nine Nine. Great. Comedy. I have I have heard of it. Uh, I haven't seen many nine, episodes, nine, but nine. it's it's pretty nice. Um. It was the surprise of my lifetime how good that show is. Um, so this this segment is just going to be us recommending stuff that we like. Um, but Brooklyn Nine Nine is absolutely hilarious. Um, the, the premise and like the whenever before I first watched it, whenever it first came out, um, I thought it was going to be awful. It just had like the, all of the clippings of a terrible, terrible show. Um, but it was hilarious. Um, everyone on that show is great. Terry Crews is great. Um, it got canceled by Fox, so that's how you know it was a good TV show. <laughs> Seriously, man, Fox is they every time they get something good, they cancel it. Um, but it has so many good like little jokes, and like all the Halloween episodes are always iconic, and every everything's just great about it. Um, so again, highly recommend that to anyone. 
Um, yeah. So number four. Who? This is this getting a little bit tough. Uh, number four. Hmm. I would say. Uh, mm. Thinking about. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I might have to let you go. Uh, you're going back to me. You're going. You're switching over back to me. Um. Well, I'll still one from you. In your genre, I don't know. Oh, oh man, it has to be available in the big three. I was gonna go with the wire. Dang. But, well, it, but I can't. Well, I was gonna say Law and Order, but I, I don't think it's on Netflix. And that's really the only thing I I mainly watch. Um. Uh, man, he had to add that stupid little qualifier in there. Yeah. Um, is it on Hulu? Is Law and Order on Hulu? It is on Hulu. Okay. At least, yeah, Law and Order SV Law and Order SVU is on Hulu. Okay. Um, so you can go with that. But number four for me, I'm gonna go. Hmm, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I can always throw that on and be very, very happy. Yeah, I have seen uh, some episodes of that. It's pretty funny. Um, if if y'all haven't picked up from me, I like to stream comedies. <laughs> um, I mean, I love the drama just as much, but I if, I'm trying to stick to a certain kind of show, I guess. Um, I I watch a lot of TV, so it's hard to hard down to put a five because like normally I'd pick like Breaking Bad and all that. These aren't my favorite shows, I guess. I'm not going with my favorite shows. I'm going I'm going my favorite to like turn on and watch. Um, just so as I can watch like a million episodes of a day in a day in. Bojack's not really that. Bojack is just I just finished watching it, and I wouldn't recommend watching that very many times, <laughs> uh, just because of how sad and heartbreaking it is. But it's also has some of the best writing and funniest people on it. So it's just a weird show. But now you have to pick your number five, number four, and number five. You have to go twice in a row. All right, uh, pressure's on. Um... I do uh, also like comedies, um, which is why uh, I throw on like Kevin Hart comedies. Which, so oh. it's kind of it's kind of not shows no, that, that per works. se. It's a, it's, it's a movie. I'll 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 say he did uh, favorite, favorite shows or movies. But he he has some pretty funny iconic lines. If I just need like to hysterically, oh, he says he ain't got no nipples. <laughs> Well, I I love like watching that. Kevin Hart specials like, is a good pick. Cause like, it doesn't matter like what mood I am in. Like even if I see it like a hundred times, I I'll continue laughing at it because it's just hilarious. I it's do just love, funny. I do love some uh, some some stand up. Um, man. So yeah, now you have to get number five. So. All right, number five. Let's see here. Uh, I would say uh, this is a movie that I like to go back and watch uh, pretty much every now and then. Um, but Olympus has fallen. It's a good movie. Uh, 
I really like that movie, and every time that I see White House down on TV, I get angry because it's like a, it's like literally the same movie, no, and they thought the same exact movie, <laughs> and and they thought like putting Channing Tatum on it was gonna make it better or something. The Olympus has fallen, uh, but it doesn't. Didn't but they come I, out at like the same time too? Yeah, they did. <laughs> I was like, come on, man, be original now. That's I think like, there's like I think there's like another movie in like the the, um. Not sequel. Is it sequel? Prequels? Whatever sequel. Mm-hmm. I think it was like another movie like in that series that's coming out like in the next couple weeks or something like that. I, I, think, I think London Has Fallen came out. Is that what you're thinking of? Uh, there was another one coming oh, out. Oh, another uh, one. Yeah. And I think like the president <clears throat> was like dead or something like that. It was mm. like the, the... I have to go back and find it, but like the president is dead now. Um, and now they're trying to go on and it's it's a it's another crazy storyline, of course. To uh, to put it in perspective, Olympus Has Fallen came out March twenty second, and uh, White House Down came out. Um, White House Down came out <coughs> in June twenty eighth, um, which probably is how long it took them to make that movie. <laughs> Honestly, it was the same movie. Um, it's kind of like do you know cool. Observe and Report and Paul Blart. Observe and Report is a Seth Rogen movie um, that is about a mall cop, basically, um, who wants to be more than a mall. It's basically just Paul Blart, but funny and raunchy, basically. Um, and Paul Blart actually did steal the script for for Observe and Report. Like, it was like an actual thing. Oh um, wow! That I don't I don't know because Seth Rogen talked about it and how they actually did just jack the movie from him. Um, and Paul Blart came out, um, came out first, actually, but Observe and Report was being made already. So, yeah, a little, a little boo to you, Paul Blart. But, um, I guess my, my last pick is gonna be something different from all these. It's gonna be an anime. I'm gonna go with My Hero Academia. Shows fantastic. Yeah, I've heard all good things about it. Uh, I just never sat down and like actually watched it, but I heard it's it's great stuff. It's um, it's gonna it's it's the next like Naruto or Dragon Ball, just a, an anime where everyone's watched it and loves it, and it's just it's not it's not a bad thing at all. It's not like it's like not me downing it at all, but um, I I love my hero in the middle of season three, and it's really good so far, and uh. I don't know. I, I'm glad we're in a society where anime is embraced now. I'm not even like a huge anime guy, but I I, I do like the a couple of animes that I've seen. Yeah, I'm only season four right now. Um, yeah, my hero is very good. Um, yeah, and even though I'm kind of tired of superhero stuff, it's a pretty dope show. Um. But yeah, an honorable, honorable, quick honorable mention, just because you mentioned stand-up specials, if you're going to count that, John Mulaney is probably my favorite comedian. I have not watched him, but... Uh, John Mulaney is hilarious. I'll have to check him out. Um, yeah, watch his watch his Kid Gorgeous show. It's Or, if you want to laugh, it's like a 10-minute stand-up bit. Look up Salt and Pepper at the Salt and Pepper Diner by John Mulaney. It's the funniest ten minutes of stand up I've ever seen. It's 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 fantastic. 
Um, but yeah, that about wraps it up for us. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, I was gonna bring up. Uh, I saw. <laughs> I saw this like a uh, like couple days ago, but like it's been crazy. Like within this year, that Bird Box came out, and oh, that yeah. was like that was like the worst. That was like the worst like Netflix original whatever movie ever. And the fact that everybody was like talking about it for like a, a solid month or two and like making all these memes and stuff, it, it was crazy. But somebody brought that up. Like it came out in like November of last year, and like everybody watched it like around Christmas and like New Year's, and it would, it just blew up from there. Yeah, it was it's insane. It was, I mean, great viral marketing by them, <laughs> but uh, it was not a good movie. No, not at all. Um, a Quiet Place was a much better version of that. But uh, other than that, uh, like I said, it was great to be on the podcast today. Um, have fun as usual. I, I don't even know how long this this is running. It feels, it feels like it's almost two hours. Uh, it'll, uh, it'll, we had to cut out a little bit. So it'll be a little, at or under an hour and a half. But, you know... Glad to know that I, I made you feel like you were here for four hours, Devin. God, you know, I like your co-host more. This is a joke. This is a joke. Um, no one likes Mike. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. I'm, put, I'm pulling out all of my aggression from the Astros' loss on you. Um, love you, Mike. That's the nicest thing I've ever said about him. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Devin, for joining. Um, it was great having you on. I had a blast recording. Um, and everyone go listen to, um, the Big Shots podcast. Do you have anything else to plug, Devin? Uh, nah, just make sure to follow content on com. Uh, follow me. Good company, man. Yeah. (laughs) Follow me on, uh, Twitter, real D underscore Jackson. Uh, you know, or AKA is Dylan. The verified. Yep. Follow me on there. Uh, Interact with me. Ask He's me gonna be the one with whatever. The, the verified check, um, and the very dapper young man with the glasses in the profile picture, um, and yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can follow the show at Whole Nine Sports. Uh, leave us a an iTunes review. Do all that jazz, and uh, yeah, um, come talk to us on Twitter and tell Brandon you hope he fails his test. <laughs> not actually good luck brandon you're not gonna hear this until after but oh well bye everybody